Hey guys, Katie here. Welcome back to the Millennial Money Honey podcast. You are currently listening to the audio takedown of my YouTube video channels. So if you want the full in-person experience, be sure to check out my YouTube channel and get all the latest videos. But if you prefer listening to my voice on podcasts, be sure to subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcasts. So stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back to Millennial Money Honey. Today we are answering all of your burning fire questions, including what it's like living at home with my parents. The other day I put out a Ask Me Anything sticker over on Instagram, and if you're not already following me there, be sure to go follow Millennial Money Honey. And I asked you guys what kind of questions you had for me on my journey to fire, since there are lots of new faces. So I'm so excited to answer your questions and talk more about my journey to fire. Hey guys, if you're new here, I'm Katie. Welcome to Millennial Money Honey. I am on my journey to fire. Fire stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. That's right, I'm retiring early at 35 and I'm bringing you along for the adventure. So be sure to like this video to spread the fire, subscribe and hit the notification bell so you get notified when the next video drops. Let's talk money, honey. question is, do you have any steps to follow when you're first beginning your journey to fire? And for that, I have a whole three-part series on how to retire early. Be sure to check that out. I'll leave a link up here and in my video description below so you guys can check that out. And it explains everything from getting in the right mindset for fire, starting to actually track your money, figure out where you can cut spending, increase your earning, and find your fire number. Does FIRE have to be started in your early 20s to be achievable? I'm starting at 29 and I hope I can do it. So for those of you who are actually just starting your own FIRE journey, it's never too late. I mean, assuming you're not already 65. <laughs> I think anything below the age of 65 is early retirement. So whether or not you are in your 30s or even in your 40s, you still have the time to be able to figure out your FIRE number and you know get to early retirement. It is important, obviously, now that you found it, to start right away. Be sure to check out all my other videos all about my FIRE journey and how you too can retire early. But I found FIRE in my late 20s and I'm still on track to retire early at 35. There are things I did, like increasing my income by moving into the tech field to expedite that process. And I also moved back in with my parents, which I know is not an option for everybody, but any little thing that you can do to get yourself to early retirement will, you know, just get you there faster and help you catch up. But don't feel like you're behind if you are just starting now. This question says, I'm working, saving, and investing a lot. I feel like I have pennies afterwards to pay bills. Any advice? So the path to fire is definitely not necessarily the easiest. I think it's really about evaluating your spending and prioritizing what you can or cannot do. And I love the creativity that comes with fire. This person said, I feel like you have pennies afterwards to pay the bills, but it's also a matter of like getting creative about like what bills are you paying? Is it a matter of reducing your electricity usage where you can, or could you move to a lower, cheaper rented apartment? I never want to paint fire to be like, oh, it's so easy. And that would be really hard and cumbersome for some people to do to just up and move your whole family to a different lower cost of living situation. But I really think it's about prioritizing. If you aren't willing to do that, kind of reset your expectations about 
the timeline it is going to take you. For example, maybe you don't retire in a 10 year window and you have to push out your retirement to say 50, but 50 is still so early relative to 65. That's a whole 15 years early. And 15 years is a long, long time. So just be able to reset your expectations if you can't figure out ways to get your bills to be lower. And then also too, there's awesome people on the internet like the Budget Blonde on Instagram or her first century K who have these awesome free scripts for you to negotiate your bills lower, whether it's your credit card, whether it's your phone bill, your internet bill, you can potentially try and negotiate your bills down. And it's so important to enjoy this journey to fire and not deprive yourself or pinch pennies just to get there as fast as you can because you never know how life is going to end up. Maybe it's worth it to pay and live in a nicer situation than it is to move down the street and pay a little bit less to get the quality of life that you are comfortable with. I have no income right now and I feel so far away from money goals. I get that. Money has not always come easily to me. I started out making $22,000 a year. You can go check out my like wealth building timeline and, and hear my salary journey. And there was a long period of my life where I wasn't actually saving anything. I get not having any income is extremely hard. Just know you are not alone. It feels really isolating when you're kind of in this pit of despair almost. And there are other people who share a similar experience. Obviously nobody will have exactly your shared experience, but finding people you can connect with and relate with who can encourage you on your journey to stay motivated is super important. Speaking of this, somebody asked if Millennial Money Honey has a Facebook or other group. And the answer is yes. I will leave a link in the description below but i have a money honey girls on fire facebook group to encourage other people to share their story connect with other people who are also pursuing financial independence just so you know that you're not alone and if you ever have any financial questions or like need to get things off your back and have people who might have just similar experiences share their stories and how they overcame that that is what millennial money honeys is all about Okay, so let's get into my actual living situation and all the questions that you guys had about that. So if you're new here, I actually am living at home with my parents right now. I am 29 and I moved back in last year uh, with everything going on. And since everything's shut down, it was the perfect time to move back home. I've always wanted to live in the Bay Area, so I did. And unfortunately, I haven't really gone outside of this house, so. How do you feel unashamed about living at home? I'm paying down debt to get to fire. I know that there is a stigma around this. And you know, sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, wow, I'm almost 30 and I'm gonna be living at home with my parents. I never thought that this was, I really truly never thought that this would like end up being my life, but it is. I just have to constantly remind myself of all the benefits and all the good things about it and not let it bring me down. You know, and if somebody asks you like, oh, you're living at home with your parents, I think it's really important, almost empowering to acknowledge that like, yeah, I have a lot of debt and being open and vulnerable with yourself and with other people will help them, you know, have empathy towards your situation. Because I think a lot of people can relate. You know, the average American is like $40,000 in debt, whether it be student loans, credit cards, etc. And it's normal to acknowledge that fact um, really takes ownership on you that you are acknowledging these things and empowering yourself to get yourself out of this 
cycle of American debt. How do you mitigate the high cost of living in the Bay Area besides living with parents? I have really haven't had a lot of expenses living at home with my parents, but I my cousin sent me an article and I think it's a really good article and actually something I hadn't really thought of um, is that even when I was in Los Angeles living on my own, I would still shop bulk by going to Costco. Literally, I would buy Costco toilet paper even though it was just for me and that would literally last me six months. But the savings of that is so worth it or buying things when they're on sale. If it was my shampoo that I was using, I would buy it and things like that that you use every day, everyday necessities. I think that's one way to, you know, minimize costs. And that ultimately is like huge savings. Um, but little things like that over the long term, like all the, not saying that one thing specifically, but all of the little things all added up together truly can have a big effect on your life and lower your cost savings by you know, eating in more, buying in bulk, or, you know, making your coffee at home. What is my ideal living situation? Think you'll rent, buy in the future, and where? I'm still figuring that out for myself. Ideally, I would like to buy a home in the future. I just have to keep in mind the cost of owning a home. If slash when I do buy a home, it has to be able to fit in my budget and be something I can afford in my fire number. I absolutely would rather be work optional than have a house. And there are so many hidden factors to buying a home. I post this answer on my Instagram and everybody's feedback was like, don't forget about property taxes. Don't forget about home insurance, things like that are huge, huge, huge costs that you just really don't factor into besides like just the mortgage. When, you know, as a person who has been a renter her entire adult life, I don't think about that. If my water heater breaks, I call my landlord, they replace it. And you know, that's thousands of dollars out of the landlord's pocket to maintain that and zero dollars off of mine. So that is my answer. I don't know where I, kind of want to stay in California, but I think if I were to fire here and stay here, I'd really only start to save after I fire at 35. And then any like savings after that would be put towards a down payment. Alternatively, if I had a partner, um, if I were a dink, which stands for double income, no kids, then maybe I could plan for that sooner. Uh, but on my own, I think I would definitely focus on being work optional first. What's your plan of staying home and until what event slash goal will you leave? So no, I do not plan on staying and living with my parents until I reach financial independence. That was really never the plan. I moved in in March, 2020 before everything shut down. And I had always planned on moving into San Francisco after I kind of got my bearings of where I wanted to live in the city. But since I came in March, 2020, everything shut down and that plan got pushed out and I haven't really thought about it. Um, ideally, once everything is reopened again, I will start thinking about that, you know, try maybe living in San Francisco for a little bit. Um, but that's not until everything's like open 100%. If living at home weren't an option, what would you have changed? I think if living at home weren't an option, I would have honestly stayed in Los Angeles and continued living with my roommates. I have always lived with a lot of roommates and that's honestly kept my costs down to below $1,000 in rent ever since college. Like all through college, I had roommates. In fact, in all my four years, I lived with another person in the same room, like truly roommates my entire four years. Um, so rent was super cheap in college. And then 
you know, living post-grad life, I lived with three to four roommates. So that was another six years that I lived with roommates. And that has always kept our costs of living down. Truly, if I weren't living at home, I would still be there because our rent was very reasonable for LA. And um, yeah, I like living with roommates. I think it's I think it's fun. And I know not many can, people can say that, but honestly live up with roommates as long as you can. So I hope that helped you start thinking about how to get started on your own fire journey and answered all of your questions that you had about me living at home with my parents and giving you like some kind of motivation to really jumpstart your journey to financial independence and early retirement. You know, really get creative with whatever situation that you're in, whether you negotiate your bills down, um, buy in bulk more, or move home with your parents and you can join like the just message me and be like parent club like i honestly should start an adult at home club because there are more people than you think living at home and we are all doing it for our greater good like every time i post about it people reach out and are like me too so drop a comment below if you two are living at home um what it's like your experience or yeah just any other questions you have for me if you liked this video and want to keep spreading the fire be sure to hit the like button for this algorithm and hit the notification bell so you get notified when the next video drops let's retire early together Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Millennial Money Honey. To be featured in the show, send me a voice message over on anchor.fm slash millennialmoneyhoney and I'll leave the links that were mentioned in this episode in the show notes or check out the corresponding video on YouTube. For more content like this, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and connect with me on Millennial Money Honey YouTube or on Instagram at Millennial Money Honey. My DMs are actually always open and I really try to respond to all of your individual messages. So I really appreciate all of your support and let's retire early and talk more money, honey.